Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Now entering Nerdist.com. Okay. This, this is sort of like, this should be episode zero. Right. Right. Okay. Sounds good. This is, this is, uh... This is the this is the the reboot. Are we already rolling? Yeah, I haven't even put on my podcast voice. <laughs> do you have? You do have a. Oh my god! Do I ever? <laughs> uh, trying to turn. There I am. Okay. Uh, who's gonna? Who's who's the leader on this? Who's taking the I lead? I think we're co. Yeah, we are co. It's yeah. Matt and Matt. Well, when you, when you are struggling, I will pick up the slack, and I when I'm this. struggling, oh, this is you got my back. This is just the kind of teamwork that doesn't occur on the Nerdist. Do you know what this is? It's James Bonding. Bonding. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the the uh, episode zero, of James, episode zero yeah. of James Bonding. Think of this as our CBS Casino Royale. Yes. We'll, we'll likely with, want to forget it one yeah, day. Yeah, with Jimmy yeah. Bond. Yeah. and uh, So for this episode, it's called Jimmy Bonding. <laughs> A career crashed Peter Lorre. Um yeah, yeah, Jimmy Bonding. Jimmy Bonding with Matt and Matt. So we're we're you're listening to the process of us figuring out what this podcast is going to yeah, be. Yeah, here's what we decided uh, to do, folks at home. We decided to uh, do a James. We'll get into why we decided to do a James Bond podcast. But we, as far as how this is going to go, we have uh, we've met you know previously and talked about like oh I want to do this, want to do this. And there's some other stuff that we were talking about where I was like well, maybe we should ask the audience kind of thing. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to sort of go through what this podcast is going to be. You're going to figure that out along with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are very, very open to suggestions because this is a very new podcast. So what you're seeing today, the first day this is available, is you're going to see episode zero. And you're going to see episode one with Paul F. Tompkins discussing Dr. No. And I have to say I'm glad we've got Paul for this episode because... I know you're a fan of Dr. No, but I watched it last night, and yeah. it just, there's not a ton to talk about, I feel. Are you kidding? I do. Oh, I, wait till you see my notes. Oh, my God. Which I wrote, at the very top of it, I wrote, Dr. Notes. Wow. <laughs> we may, I mean, why, are, why aren't we saving this for that episode? We'll get into that in a little bit. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, so we, uh, Matt and I met, actually on a television segment about James Bond. <laughs> That's right. For Attack of the Show, we were brought in as the panel yeah. experts. Well, you already worked for the show. Yeah. Right? yeah. We were the, uh, <laughs> let's talk, we need to pe- see people who can talk about James Bond at length. <laughs> 
uh, our mutual friend and a writer for their tag of the show, Josh Flaum. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Uh, suggested, hey, Matt Gorley's really into James Bond as well, and he's super funny. And then I was like, he is super funny. I did not know he was really into James Bond. Oh, man. And then this is the beginning of our bonding. Yeah. yeah. This is the beginning of and the we, James Bond. And then we went on a date. We literally <laughs> we went on a Skyfall date. Yeah, we sure did. On a rainy <laughs> night in December. And remember when we came out? We went to the, the IMAX version, and we came out, and uh, who the, it's raining it men. It was uh, the Weather Girls. The Weather Girls had a Christmas pointed song. out, yeah, that no, you know, never known that they had a second song i had no idea and it's playing on the city walk jumbotron oh so and we just stood in the rain watching it. yeah it's a highly recommended youtube watch if you can find it it's i don't even know what it's called it's raining christmas it, i don't it, i feel like it I feel might like not it be was that. something like it. it's raining snow or it's raining yeah presents. so it's the weather girls uh it's raining men the paul schaefer classic uh yeah it is the uh the christmas version of that it's got a very funny music video and uh, I highly recommend. But it. imagine it like put <laughs> supersize it on your screen. Step back. Imagine it drizzling on you. It's a nice winter's eve. Think of it as a, a John Cusack movie. Yeah, you know we're outside yeah. in the rain. We're just standing in the rain, letting letting God just wash over us as we watch uh, as we watch the Weather Girls. Yeah, we had just come Christmas out of Skyfall after we had was, seen. It was a great first date. Yeah, in IMAX. I hope everyone listening got to see Skyfall in IMAX because it. Uh, Really didn't change it that much. <laughs> yeah, no, it really. I don't even know that I noticed it. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't either. But it was good to see, you know, a forty-story tall. That might be way over the size that the IMAX screen yeah, actually is. It's not forty stories. No, Are you sure? It's it's. I feel like we go in there. Tops. <laughs> tops. Uh, yeah, but the Daniel Craig. Anyway, it was lovely. So uh, that our love of James Bond continued uh, through. Uh, brief trysts over text message, mm -hmm. you know. Like when Skyfall came out on Blu-ray, yeah, I got that archive book for Christmas. Yep, yep. I also uh, got the archive book for myself for Christmas. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, every, every time a little James Bond something would happen in the ethos, uh, Matt and I were sure to connect on it. Because you don't... You, you don't, don't find it. You don't got a lot of that. Yeah. This, you know, I it gets better, I hope. Yeah. But you, you don't... I can only talk to my girlfriend so much about it. Exactly. And and it's not a fault on her. Right. I understand. Yeah. And I don't want to bother people with this. Right. I don't I don't people don't need to know that I'm also nerdy about this 19th thing. Yeah. Like yeah. I have enough. This is enough. this is my main thing. Yeah. yeah. This is your main this is this yeah. is it for you. Well, I mean, I probably have some minor nerd things but so this, you major in really james bond is, yeah. and you minor in um i don't know maybe i don't <laughs> there must be something well you're kind you're an improv nerd let's say that let's just get out there I'm, with that. i mean it is it, it just if you enjoy doing it i don't call, call you enjoy doing like it yeah a, yeah but you like, enjoy doing it you understand the history of it sure right you appreciate when people do it well. But I don't seek out more of it all the time. I don't oh, go to shows. That's you know? fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like doing it, but I don't know that the world, I don't live and breathe the world. Does anyone seek out improv? Or does I it just do. happen at them? I think some people do. <laughs> I don't know. You're, that's a good point. Um, I mean, improv something, uh, as we know from the internet, you can do everywhere. I know what I'm a nerd for. <laughs> what? Inside Nature's Giants. 
on PBS where they, they, they dissect giraffes and whales, and I just cannot get enough. I have of never it. heard of this. Oh, it sounds like it. the second best thing in the world after James Bond. You're exactly right. <laughs> oh my I god! I just gave you a twentieth thing. We have a new show. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's called Dissecting Dissections with Matt and Matt. <laughs> Premieres on the right Nerdist Network this, right, right after this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good name, not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what sort of happened was Matt, on I think I think maybe a Twitter suggestion that said we should do a podcast about it. Me? I feel like did I? Did, no, I don't think it was you. No, I just think I it was think somebody it... else saw us talking oh, back and forth. Yeah, about maybe. Bond, yeah, yeah. And that's sort of how we arrived uh, at the conclusion to do it. Yeah. Although I think I texted you yeah, once. I yeah, think I texted it, I you like, where I we need to happening. do a podcast. Uh-huh. And it might have been because someone said it, or I just felt like I needed You were the man podcast. in this relationship, yeah. like, the, traditionally. I was like, yeah. get over here. I wait. I sat by my phone. <laughs> and... But I was a modern man because I did not care which of us was the breadwinner. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice to know. Uh, so, yeah, we, I, I had the idea over, it was, I think it might have been over Christmas, right? I don't know. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. It took Possibly. a while for us to actually finally say, let's just do it. And, and I don't know what clicked in my brain where I said, let's just do it. I can tell you it's when you sent the next text message that with that name. And I thought, well, that's now I see it. Now, James Bonding? Yeah. Now I can envision it. We were named by Doug Benson. That's, yeah. that's a fun little trivia fact for Hats everybody. Hats off to him. Doug is very good at naming things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here we are. It's called James Bonding with Matt and Matt. And uh, I think it's just a mutual sort of love of James Bond. And I think it's fair to discuss in this episode zero sort of how we both came to find James Bond uh, to be maybe the paternal role model we never had growing up. I don't know. Hmm. Is that The man's man. Yeah. I also want to say that the thing I think that the reason I love James Bond so much is – that I can be so into it and all the minutiae and everything, but at the same time realize that so much of it is so bad and enjoy it on so many levels. That that is very true. I just love being able to put in any given James Bond movie and it's really good or it's really bad. Yeah. uh, I think all of them have good moments. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I also would, would argue that all of them have laughably bad moments. Yeah. Hmm. Except for maybe Casino Royale. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, that's so we're all thinking it. about that right now. Yeah, I know. Think about that at home. So our origins with James Bond, huh? Yeah. So let's see. Uh, Matt's a little bit older than I am, almost exactly ten years older than I. Yeah, am. yeah. Happy so birthday, right? Happy Coming birthday, up? Mon- Monday. Oh, party on Sunday. Happy birthday. This probably won't be out by, by the time my birthday is. Yeah. So by the time you listen to this, I'll be thirty. Matt will be forty. Katie am. will be twelve. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is this is strange room. Yeah, it's yeah a strange don't worry room. about it. Uh, so yeah, I know you're already forty, but by the time you listen to it, that I will still, still be true. I will still already be yeah. forty. Yeah, okay. there you go. All right, there you go. <laughs> well, well, at some point, we're going to talk about my fortieth birthday party. Do you know about this? I was invited to your fortieth birthday party, and I believe I was out of town and could not go to your fortieth birthday party. You of all people missed the best <laughs> party in the world. What was your? What was my your girlfriend threw me a surprise fortieth birthday? I woke up and she said, "Go into the office." I go in and there's a tux hanging oh and a God. and a card that just says, "A car will pick you up at seven forty five p.m." and a little uh, bottle of scotch. And uh, this 
tux was like this Vera Wang tux that fit me like a glove. She, I don't know, she sized it off one of my suits or something. Sure, yeah, it was yeah. amazing. I show up to this space she had rented. I mean, this is how nerdy it gets that my girlfriend knew that I would love this, this kind of thing. But already amazing sounding. Yeah, she um, had put together a huge surprise James Bond birthday party where all my friends and family came dressed as James Bond characters or just cocktail attire. So sure, you didn't, yeah. if you didn't want to nerd out, you didn't have to. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was only James Bond music playing, but there was a bartender serving Vesper martinis. Ugh, there you um, go. And so go. she was dressed as Jill Masterson from Goldfinger in a gold <laughs> bodysuit painted gold. Um, oh my God. Mark McConville, who's bald, shows up with a gray neighbor jacket and a white cat. Um, Amanda, my girlfriend's sister, was Mr. Kid, but the um, cruise ship with – she made the bomb, the bomb surprise. This is how nerdy this is going to get. Mr. Kid from Diamonds Are Forever. There was a, a Jaws. There was – oh, there was a, a – Rob Schraub and Kate Freund were Mr. Wint and Mr. Kid. They came in the suits. Um, Dan Harmon was like a kind of uh, – uh, like Largo with an eye patch. He just wore an eye patch, I'm Yeah, sure. there were a few yeah. money pennies. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, we'll talk about this with Paget Brewster, who's going to be yeah, a guest down sure. the road. Yeah, but yeah. she was stopped. Maybe we should talk about this with Paul as well. <laughs> as she was going to go as May Day in blackface. <laughs> and uh, I need to pick, I have a bone oh, to pick with Paul God. about stopping her doing that. That is it. That is uh, I, I see both sides of this. Point. I, I do. I yeah. see both sides. Anyway, of it was an unbelievable surprise, and I was blown away. And uh, that is was, very impressive. If you gotta, if you gotta turn forty, that's the that's way, the way to, go. to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you, if you're me or Matt. Yeah. When you're uh, when you have turned fifty, and we're at my. 40th birthday party, don't be surprised if I copy you. Please. Please. Just, <laughs> just You'll be dating my girlfriend at that point? Well, no. It's, oh. Parts of it will be different. Okay. That's All one right. of the parts that Fair will be enough. different, theoretically. I'm open to Actually, that. Actually, you I'm... know what? I don't know what's going to happen. All right. Who does? <laughs> anyway, tell us how your bond started. Uh, yeah, my bond, uh, my, my James Bonding sort of started for me. I was born in uh, the year of Octopussy. That's the first one I saw in the theater. Yeah. 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 Wow, this is really So that'll put you that'll put you in this right. So here we go. I was born in the year of Octopussy. I had uh we're gonna no longer will we dispense with the the Gregorian calendar. Or the it's Chinese just, year of the it rat. Is gone. Yeah. Now I'm, we just <laughs> I'm year of the live and let die. And if there if there is no if there is no James Bond movie, you are uh plus one live and let die. This is how it will be, this is how the calendar shall be. We are plus one skyfall. <laughs> yes. Um minus two yeah. uh, mystery probably yeah. it's cylinder fuck. Oh, that's yeah. not a bad name. It's gonna be. Do you think we can petition the Broccolis to get the like to name the next one? I probably not. No. It's probably not gonna happen. Although they're very protected. Yeah. yeah. Uh <clears throat> so cylinder just fuck. <laughs> just as a as a uh, as a kid, so uh, View to a Kill comes out uh, in the year of View to a Kill, also known as 1985, <laughs> and uh, this is sort of where it starts for me. Just I had uh, two older sisters, so I have a sister who's 42 and a sister who's 38 now. So uh, they were older than me and also had access to uh, rental renting videos and VHSs mm. and stuff like that, and they were big. Anglophiles at the time. Mm. So one thing they they watched uh, a lot was uh, Remington Steel. Whoa! And uh, James Bond movies, Ma- name wow. namely A View to a Kill, uh, because of the Duran Duran song. Mm. And uh, when it eventually came out, the uh, 
Living Daylights with the uh, Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that was sort of their music. That was their their guy, their James Bond. So I sort of uh I sort of started watching it then and it was only after an interview on Oprah with Tom Hanks. Get ready for this. Where he was asked to describe his perfect afternoon or sort of Sunday, or I forget what it was. That's the cliche, describe your perfect Sunday, you know. But it was Oprah, and I believe this was an interview he was doing, I feel like, for Philadelphia. Maybe it was Philadelphia. So it was like 90s, mid-early 90s. And he said that his idea of the, the perfect day would be sitting on a couch, giant glass of root beer, and an old James Bond movie on the television. Well, we've got to get him on here. <laughs> yes, right. We at Tom Hanks and get him on here. I'll see what I can do. All of, I mean, just let's, the listeners, everyone. Yeah. yeah. If you can, just, you know, we'll figure it out eventually what the hashtag will be for that. Yeah. Hanks on Bond. Hanks on Bond works. Whatever. Yeah. Maybe that's, someone's going to think that's for him to play the villain. But anyway, when Tom Hanks said this, and at the time, uh, no one in the country was more influential. That's true. Than Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bill Clinton? No. Mm-mm. No. Tom Hanks? Uh, but a Bond fan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, also a Bond fan. But so this, this me seeing Tom Hanks say that, my brain went, oh, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can drink root beer. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, a, of age <laughs> to drink root beer and sit on a chair. <laughs> and uh, then I immediately went to the, uh, the store. It was a uh, Blockbuster video at uh-huh. the time and got myself a copy of... Uh, Goldfinger uh, and uh, Goldfinger and was it Moonraker? It was probably Moonraker. Uh-huh. And those were the two that I sort of went, wow, this is kind of great. And then I just went back, absorbed the entire catalog. Matt Gourley, what is your James Bonding? Well, I'm fascinated because I think most people's are similar to mine in that you get it from your father. Yeah. So yeah. it's interesting to hear that you got it from your sister. I did. Yeah. I got a lot of grief from my sister. Oh, really? But she was a huge Duran Duran fan, and it's one thing that we could cross over on was View to a Kill. Uh, so my dad and I used to watch Bond movies. I remember sitting in his lap. I don't know which one was my first. That's how early we would watch yeah. them, whenever they were on ABC, like oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Sunday nights or something like that. Um, but the first one I saw, he took me to in the theater was Octopussy, and I just loved it. The year you were born, the yeah. year of Octopussy. <laughs> but when View to a Kill came out that summer, that was the summer I would have been... 12 right so it was kind of like you could your parents could drop you off for the movies with some friends and that's when i dug in and i just i still love that movie most people hate that movie oh i I, enjoy it i love it yeah yeah yeah. i don't know what it is the score is so good and christopher walken and grace jones and uh, yeah anyway that's they clearly a clearly aged Mm. roger moore but to the point where it still works. It just yeah, still works for him. He's a gentleman. Yeah. He, he's 57 in that movie, right? Yeah. And he's, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, down we'll talk about that when we get to it. But so I, I watched them a lot as a kid. And then when I would go over to my dad's and he was remarried and my stepbrother and I were really close. We got along really well and we would go, you know, rent a horror movie. But most weekends we'd all, we'd get like three movies. One of them yeah. would usually be a Bond movie because my dad loved the skiing scenes and he could never remember which. So I kind of cataloged <laughs> to help him remember, you know, for your eyes only. And it was probably not secret. The World Is Not Enough. No, because that was not <laughs> even out. Um, and then 
when I got to college was when the Brosnan one came out, and yeah. it didn't work. Didn't for work me. for you. And huh? so I stepped away. I'm I'm sorry to say I stepped away for a while. You son I, of a bitch. Yeah, and then, uh, oh, oh lord, that's probably Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> um, oh, he is livid. <laughs> well, tell him to come on. We can, <laughs> we'll discuss it on the show. I like him as a man. He's also paddleboarding in uh, in Malibu right now. That's no, what he does. I believe that's it. what he does with his I, life. I completely anyway. Believe it. Poor guy. Uh, so what brought you back to it after well, college? Well, in 2004 or five, I went through this really bad breakup, and I did this weird thing where I just said, you know, I'm going to take a month off of all work. I, Beautiful. I, was, I went every day to this little Irish pub. I lived by the beach, and I drank a Guinness and had a corned beef sandwich and a deep-fried Snickers bar. I just was going to, like, you not care about anything. lived for, the American dream. I did. I would read, like, a Fleming Bond novel. I'd never read them before. I'd do a crossword puzzle. And then I, my goal was to go home each night and read every Shakespeare play. But, that, like, within a week, that turned into watching every James Bond. <laughs> right. Because the Fleming books were so good. Yeah. Uh, and so I started watching them all again. And this was before they were re-released on DVD and they mm-hmm. were hard to find. So I had to kind of rent video cassettes oh, yeah, yeah, at yeah. Blockbuster at like 2005. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was difficult. I couldn't get them all. Uh, and that's when I kind of got back into them. And then I'm happy to say when they announced Daniel Craig is for Casino Royale, I was really excited about it. I thought it's time to get away from the kind of Brosnan pretty boy thing. Really? Yeah, I was one of the few people that was – because I'd seen him in Munich and I thought this is great. He's like Steve McQueen. This I, is great. I had wanted one more Brosnan. Yeah. I had wanted sort of Pierce to sort of get some sort of semblance of a send-off. Yeah. Because he was, you know, it was nine nine years he was James mm-hmm. Bond. Uh, only four movies came out of that nine years. So it was like... He had it rough. I just really... Although I feel like Daniel Craig's going to fucking take forever to get these five out. Yeah, the way it's going. Yeah, but it really if that is. means we get better movies, that's fine with me. Oh, is that fine with you? Because it's not yeah. fine with me. Oh, well. Because yeah. something I like about James Bond movies is how bad they can be. That's true. <laughs> Which is part New of New Bad isn't as fun as Old Bad, though. Yeah, that's true. New Bad is uh, offensive. Because yeah. Die Another Day has been playing on uh, uh, Stars or something mm-hmm. like a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And I uh, can't, I don't even stay on it. That I one I can do because I think of the Brosnan, it's probably, you know, the cheesiest of them all. So I can at least oh, get is, into that. It is by far the, yeah. the most wink, wink, nudge, nudge of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean so, that because Eric Idle wrote it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Casino Royale comes out. I loved it. And then I was back. You were back? Back on board? Yeah. Did you, did you at that point revisit the, uh, Brosnan's, or were you just like, uh, yeah? Because I got that ultimate DVD collection, and yeah. did, uh, did a thing where I'd have all my friends over once a week under the guise of I'll make the cocktail featured in the movie that night, and we'll have drinks and watch the Bond movie. But it turned out to be this great social event, and so we took so a lot of those 20, nights, one weeks or whatever. Yeah, a lot of those nights though, you were just making vodka on ice. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. No, Which you can drinks. find something different in every one of them. Oh, we but- only did one martini. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. didn't Roger Moore make it a point not to drink yeah. martinis? Yeah, so none of his had yeah. that. But there was always some, there was some website that, oh, yeah. I'm that sure there like, still is. tallied all those There's things. plenty of websites. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so Matt and I uh, love James Bond so much, we, just, we thought, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's put this together into a podcast and sort of catalog it. And what I kind of like about this, the idea of this podcast is that it does sort of have a finite... 
mm-hmm. number of, of episodes. At least for the, whatever yeah. first run we'll yeah. do. Yeah. And, uh, and I kind of, uh, for me, and I, th- I hope maybe for you too, because with Super Ego, you guys do fuck, and then you kind of take some time off yeah. because it's so strenuous mm-hmm. to sort of just get that material out. For you guys, particularly because your yours is much tighter yeah. than, uh, say, a Nerdist or, you know, uh, just or general talk, gen- pod- yeah, general yeah. podcast where yeah. you just sit and sort of rip. And this gave Matt the opportunity to come in and do a podcast like that. Oh, it's so nice. Where he literally just shows up with a notebook. Yeah, uh, Katie gets to be our producer God and handle you, everything Katie. over here. God. <laughs> God <laughs> Look at how you, excited Katie. he is. You're our Miss Money Penny. You are. Oh, Katie's our Money Penny. Yeah, Katie Money Penny. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, and this just sort of—I think that's what I like about it—is that there is sort of a, 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 a light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, and 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 because sometimes when you sign up for something, you're like, "Oh God, will this end?" Right. Yeah. Right. But but this, this will end. Will end. Yeah. For at least until yeah. Whatever you know, when the new one comes out, or we want to revisit them. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or if someone's like, "I have a take on a view sure. to kill you haven't heard before." <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Bring it on. We're ready for that. I'm excited. Uh, so. Yeah, now we're we're sort of at the point where so here's the deal. We're going to do this podcast. And what we're going to do is we're going to have on a guest uh possibly two. I feel like if cuz we have friends that may like the same yeah, cuz I know Hardwick really that. likes View to a Kill. Oh, okay. And I know uh, Paget wants to. Yeah, talk well, about there's no kid. reason we can't make it a cocktail I feel like, party. Yeah, why not? We'll yeah, just do that. Yeah. Well, he's a recovered alcoholic. Oh. <laughs> so there is a reason. <laughs> one why reason we can't one reason. make it a cocktail uh, party. But other than that, all right. Yeah, I think that occasionally we should just open up and be like, yes, of course, love to. So what we'll do is, we'll, uh, Matt and I will discuss uh, the uh, James Bond franchise one movie at a time with uh, some of our uh, funny friends. Uh, sometimes some of our friends that are much smarter than us, and sometimes. Some of our friends that might even be a little crazier about James Bond than we are, although I don't Who? know that we have Who? any. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Your face. <laughs> if you could see his face, you would know there is how no funny one. it was. <laughs> um, so the uh, so here it is. So this is James Bonding, and uh, what we're gonna do is we're go through each movie. But Matt and I were curious to see what maybe you guys thought about the order in which we're doing them. So there is the school of thought that says, do Dr. No, then do From Russia with Love, mm-hmm. then do Goldfinger. But I had an idea. Yeah. And I, and I ran this by Matt, and he seems okay with it. I, at first, I, was, I, I wasn't sure. Now I'm pretty it. on board with this. Because yeah. after you watch Dr. No, you're yeah. like, ooh, it's going to be a long haul. Yeah, I didn't want to go into From Russia with Love. I yeah. wanted something different. Right. Yeah. So what we're going to do, we think... I say we're going to ask you, but we're probably going to do it without you telling us what to do. Because we'll probably have it done by the time yeah. this is out, Yeah, right? by the time we'll probably have already done it. Just so, imagine you're talking to us and we're Yeah, just imagine we're listening to you, we understand, but we've already arrived at a conclusion. Yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do is instead of going Dr. No from Rush With Love, what we're going to do is sort of take it from both sides and sort of meet in the middle. So we're going to go uh, Dr. No, Skyfall, from Russia With Love, Quantum of Solace. Have you done the Gold math? Finger. What do we end up at? I feel like we end up at like Moonraker. It's I feel like be. I feel like it or ends up even at the... for your eyes only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I wish Katie was well, doing that. Let's math take for us it right now. So okay, I'll do the fronts. You do the backs. Gotcha. Doctor No. Uh, Skyfall from Russia with Love. Quantum of Solace. Goldfinger. Casino Royale. Thunderball. Die Another Day. You Only Live Twice. The World Is Not Enough. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Tomorrow Never Dies. Diamonds Are Forever. Golden Eye. Live and Let Die. Uh, license to kill the man with the golden gun. No, do yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah. correct. Sorry, 
Uh, Man with a Golden Gun, then it would go The Living Daylights. Uh, Spy Who Loved Me. View to a Kill. Moonraker. Uh, Octopussy. Uh, for Your Eyes Only. For Your Eyes Only, right in the middle. Yeah, well, we're going to end, we're we're gonna end on a lot of Roger Moores, a whole handful of Roger Moores, but well, I'm wait, fine It was going to be that either way. There was yeah. going to be a handful of... Who yeah. it was gonna be? There was gonna be a period of time where we were only talking about Roger Moore, right. and that's just gonna be either way. Either I don't. Way you I never it. mind ending on the Roger Moore. I have a secret for the internet. He might be my favorite James Bond. He's up there for me he too. He really might be my favorite. Yeah. Roger Moore is so fucking charming. He really is. He really I is. Just said our first swear. I'm sorry. No, I said cylinder fuck. Oh, there you go. Which should be the next name. Yeah. Well, uh, hashtag that first before, or just Dear. hashtag that to Tom Hanks. Dear Michael G. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli, please consider Cylinder Fuck as your title for the next James Bond installment. I've already discussed it with Sam Mendes, or a homeless man who calls himself Sam Mendes. <laughs> Sam Mendes. Well, Mendes, what is, what is, how is he, how does he say it? I don't know. It's British, so know. however he says it is correct. Yeah. That's how I always, I always go, if there's a word I don't know how to say. And a British person says it True. around me. I'm like, well, that's got to be first. It. That yeah. has to be the way to see yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, uh, unless it's a like American colloquialism that was invented here. Or right. Like right. if they were to say Disneyland, Ooh. then you'd say no, it's Disneyland. I would also say, why Nigel. do you sound Dutch? <laughs> well, he's he's Dutch in English. His, his name's Nigel. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Holdquist. Oh, yeah. I like this a yeah. lot. Yeah. Sounds like he might be a Bond villain he in is. For Your Eyes Only. Yeah. <laughs> I work in plastics. <laughs> um, let's talk segments. All right. Here we go. We're going to break down what we think maybe some segments should be. Also, again, we are always open to evolving and changing, just like the James Bond franchise. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's talk segments. Okay. Uh, you had a good idea about the villains. Yeah. I had an idea uh, in a segment that we would like to call also... For the record, we are open to jingles. So if anyone wants to write a jingle for us, we will tell you the name of a segment, and you can please send that on over. And I don't want to tell you how to do your business, but when you think, like, don't think radio jingle. Think Bond song, John Barry, a lot of E minor 7 suspended chords in there. Just just let it ring out. Just let it ring out. Vic flick it in and just, Vic flick. Oh, my goodness. The deep cut, everybody. Yeah, uh, that guitar is for sale. Did you know that? No, how much? The guitar that 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 the James Bond theme was played on, and it's a it's an acoustic guitar. A lot yeah, of people yeah, don't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's I, I saw the like, we pool our the money? auction estimate was a, was a few hundred thousand, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. If Hun- if I was a wealthy person, yeah, is that something you would want? If if I had money to burn, that there are worse things to buy. Okay, now here's my question to you. Uh, we're going to diverge a little bit, and this is just sort of how the podcast is going to be. Yeah. Uh, also James Bond related. If I sent to you a picture that I took from the Comic-Con floor, uh, <laughs> Profiles in History, which is an auction company. They did that show, Hollywood Treasures. Uh, they had in their case, going up for auction uh, in August, is going to be the Walther that James Bond uses, Sean Connery uses in the pr- publicity photos for James Bond. So when you see James Bond in the silhouette... And he's got the long-barreled Walther, something he never actually shoots in the movies. Yeah, or is ever uses in the movies. Right, right? correct. Uh, but whenever you see the James Bond silhouette, it's always that long. Is it a Walther? It's not a Ruger. No, that's a Walther. Oh, wow. yeah, that's a Walther oh. with the with the with the longer barrel. 
uh, if we're wrong, gun freaks, please write to us. I don't we, know. I mean, I can't would, believe I said that. We I, would like our own Boothroyd to write yeah. to us. If I worried that my girlfriend would listen to this, I'd worried she'd leave me. <laughs> there's no way. Uh, so would you rather have the that that gun, the famous, famous gun from... Mm. All those publicity photos we grew up on. No, I'd take the guitar. You take the I'd guitar. I'd take the original Walther from the movies first. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 I uh, have you ever fired a Walther? Let me ask you this. I've fired a replica Walther. Replica like Walther. A shot so like a blanks. Like it's it's a type of like kit gun they used to make in the eighties that are uh, made of durable plastic, but they're exact replicas. Yeah. And you fire these blanks. Yeah. Have you a fun segment we could do? I think yeah. would be to go to the LA Gun <gasps> Club because oh. they have oh. they have the Walther P ninety nine. Which is the was the was the yeah. Brosnan gun, and they have the Walter PPK. Let's do it. Can we do a mobile recording of that? Yeah, sure, we could. Yeah, oh we might even God. maybe that's a thing we film for the for the <sighs> for the for the channel, the Nerdist channel. I love, that's right. You guys have all these resources. Yeah, we have something that Super Ego does not, yeah. which is uh, resources. But you guys have something we don't, which is quality. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's meet in the middle. Sounds good to me. Yeah, uh, Man, make something real mediocre. Well, I will warn you though that the Walther P ninety nine is maybe the least my least favorite gun I've ever fired. Why? And uh, it's, I love that you have a least. I do. It's weird. But, uh, you know, it's sad. I know my guns too. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the Walther. The trigger is never never fires at sort of the same point. Hmm. The trigger's awful on it. Just so, the P ninety nine or the the P ninety nine. The P ninety nine. great. It's it's a delightful gun. Mm. Uh, but the uh, Walter P ninety nine. If you're wondering, uh, you pull the trigger. Sometimes you have to pull it really far. Sometimes not so much. You never know when it's going to fire. And I'm surprised there aren't more accidental deaths from that gun. I swore I wouldn't bring this up, but since you've brought this up, yeah. did you have you noticed in Doctor No that he you know he has to trade in his Beretta yes. to get the PPK. Yeah. But when he shoots uh, dent. Yeah. He's using a silencer, and uh, apparently PPKs don't take silencers or something, but he's got a little Belgian gun that looks just like a PPK. Oh, really? PPK. I had no idea that was the case. This is, is why that, you guys tuned in. Is that right? in, the ar- in the archives? Is that in the James Bond archives? No, or is this that is just... something I noticed only because when I was young, I used to get these little kit yeah, replicas, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that gun was one of them. You could get either one. But if you look at it, you can tell the difference. Oh, wow. It's got a little... Um, but Boothroyd signal. comes in and says it takes a barrage silencer with no, very little muscle velocity. Hey, lost in muscle. Look, maybe they really <laughs> Muscle do. velocity, sorry. I don't, uh, I don't know. This is what you're in for, everybody. Yeah. Minutia <sighs> upon minutia. Oh, fine. The James Bond comb. style. Uh, <laughs> fine tooth. Microscope. Microscopic mediocrity. <laughs> if you think it's too small for us to notice... You're wrong. <laughs> if you think it's too small for us to notice, we noticed you think that. You know the Hubble? <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Ours is better. We, we've got some kind of diamond satellite. Excuse me, diamond. <laughs> oh, that was, uh, that was delightful. Uh, so the, okay. Yeah, uh, back to what we were talking about. We got on this point by me discussing uh, the original category we were going to or the original segment. Mm. So please, yes, yeah, send us in a jingle. Here's the segment I'd like to do. Uh, how could the villain have succeeded? Mm-hmm. As I've noticed watching these movies over the years, there's, a, there's always one or two things differently <laughs> that could have been done, and the plan would have gone off mm-hmm. without a hitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether it's actually cutting him in half with that laser, or just maybe not bothering with him. Yeah. 
That is how you. So we're going to look at each movie. We'll come up with the. Uh, this is, uh, for instance, it'll be Dr. No coming up, you'll hear. Uh, we'll go through Dr. No's plan. We'll go through how his plan failed. And then we'll go through how his plan could have succeeded. Yeah, that's, I like that a lot. Yeah. And it, you kind of gave me an idea, and that's something similar. And that's when does the Bond girl turn from strong, independent, uh, just good um, uh, match for Bond to just. Just jelly legged. <laughs> follow him anywhere. When? There's always a point in the movie where they just turn yes. from character to cipher, and yeah. they just yeah, and it's it's what always disappointing. Um, uh, Bond girl, the bimbo, or or uh, 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 ah shit, what do we call that? Strong. Str- we call it. Uh, you uh, tell us. Yeah, tell us what you think that segment should be called. Katie? <laughs> hmm. Independent woman to dependent. Or maybe it's like um, uh, good like woman. good head to Vesper. <laughs> like what are the two extremes there? Like, oh, yeah. Who's, yeah, yeah. who's the most like shallow one? Is it Tracy Sutton from View to a Kill? Or who's the? Or, no, 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 no. It's it's Jane Seymour from Live and Let Die. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So because all she had to go on from was Vesper to Solitaire, was fake psychic psychic ability. <laughs> and then oh, oh so wait, so you're saying that Vesper is the one who can take care of herself the whole time? It's not that they can take care of themselves. It's just that they remain in, independent from his. Or they're his... just real women. That they're, you know, she had flaws, but she was a person. She was a well developed character. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the best example is probably Pussy Galore. She's really strong, independent woman. And then she goes to just sap. She turns. Yes. For, she just gives over to him just the minute he makes love to her. Or that is an more, interesting turn. More appropriately, but, date rapes her. Yeah. But I think that one that one takes a little longer, a little longer than, than most of them do. Yeah, 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 yeah. As far as, like, screen time is concerned and, like, activities they're happening. Mm-hmm. So, so this is a segment we're going to figure out. Uh, I think we both have an answer already for Dr. No, but listen for the next episode, mm-hmm. and we will uh, break that down without a name. Mm-hmm. Also, looking for a jingle. If you can write it into sure. the jingle, then great. Sure. sure. Uh, oh, another thing that I uh, was doing uh, was counting the number mm-hmm. of times the James Bond theme is cued, and oh then writing God. down the reason for the cue. Because in Dr. No, in Dr. it's no, usually just walking through a hotel. It's literally... I'm going to check my messages. <laughs> uh, yeah, it gets, it gets ridiculous. And then you go towards the later movies where uh, it's used, used much, much, much more sparingly. Yeah. Like, uh, which I, th- I think that might be just a part of whoever they get to score the movie kind of doesn't want to rely on the crutch. Right. Of then, that theme. And then though. John Barry had his own little... Yeah. That he kept using. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that too. Um. Someone on Twitter, I'll have to look it up, yeah, because it was a great suggestion. Said the difference between the Fleming novel and the film. Oh, okay. When that applies, sure, pretty good. I like that because early on they're not huge, and then, yeah, they do take quite a uh, in quite a run away from each other, which will be Bond twenty (laughs) six. Ooh, we already named two more. Uh, Cocktails. We could talk about the cocktails. Yeah, talk about the cocktails because, like, uh, Goldfinger is. They feature, uh, um, 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 uh, you know, the uh, Kentucky uh, bourbon. Oh, the mint uh, julep. Yes, God. Yes. What? Correct. Uh, yes, we can do that. 
I'd also like to, at some point, discuss uh, my favorite James Bond suit in the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to yeah, be a real nice recurring segment for everybody. i got to start paying attention to these You details. do. you got to look yeah. at them. Yeah. Uh, Roger and, Moore has some suits. Yeah, he does. He was... I think, even though Roger Moore's suits sometimes look ridiculous, mm-hmm. the biggest victim to their time is George Lazenby. The biggest fashion victim... Mm. The biggest fashion victim of the era in which their movie was released is George Lazenby. Is it because of the ruffle shirt kilt one? Yep. Or? Oh. It is because of that. It is like also it. because of I his like sideburn it. situation. It is also yeah. because of... Because you, you immediately... what's uh, Diamonds Are Forever is what, two years later or yeah. a year later maybe? Two, yeah, I'm not sure. The, yeah, because... Yeah. Secret Service is 69 and oh, Diamonds right. so Forever is 71. 71 yeah. yeah, so two years later, you would think you'd see some sort of repeats and in, in horrible faux pas of, 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 of clothing. What I like about James Bond is he never, or rather, he rarely looks uh, out of time. Yeah, they do a pretty decent job. Yeah. Like, he's always like, although, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong on this because thinking back to sort of like, if you look at some of the suits that Pierce Brosnan is wearing, the lapels are a little bigger, so on mm-hmm. and so forth, you're sort of knowing, you know who's going to know a lot about this? Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins, <laughs> yeah. who's our first guest. Yeah. yeah. We're going to someone should write down, let's talk to Paul about suits. <laughs> I think I honestly already have that. Great. Because we were talking about, we watched uh, Dr. Nono. Yeah. And uh, he has some strange cuffs. Oh, I noticed those too yeah. in the phone booth. That's uh-huh. where I noticed Butterfly those. Butterfly cuffs, yep. I think they're called. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not a French cuff. Mm-mm. It's like a French cuff if it imploded. Is it? Is a papillon cuff? Papillon. Le cuff de papillon. Papillon. I just came back from Montreal, so that really flowed. Oh. No problem. Yeah, that was pretty good. I didn't <laughs> question. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's the thing. And then we're sort of actually just going to sort of break down the movie mm-hmm. as it, as it goes along. I'm I'm learning from this inaugural episode that we're not going to have any problem talking about these things. Yeah, really. We segments may even get in the way. Yeah, this sort of has turned into uh, Matt and I discussing. We can talk at length mm-hmm. about nothing. Yeah, yeah, or something as yeah. important as James Bond. <laughs> Uh, so yeah I think it's just really important that you guys just sit tight Mm -hmm. and now that you've finished listening I'm wrapping this up yeah that's fine you know that right that's the flow I'm feeling Uh, just sort of sit back and enjoy the ride with us and uh, we're gonna do episode one is out available today and uh, episode two will be out shortly thereafter you know I think at most we would do this two weeks apart from each other right at most, at yeah. most two weeks. Yeah, because we'll probably stack up a few before we yeah, yeah, release. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, just you got you got a lot to look forward to. A lot of fun. Also, there are the like obvious segments of let's discuss opening titles, yeah, the score, gadgets, gadgets boom, girls, boom, henchmen. Boom. Yeah, we're gonna all right. hit all. We're gonna hit everything you want us to hit. And if we don't hit it, you tell us to hit it. Yeah, at James Bonding Pod. Mm-hmm. Also, Bond James Bonding at gmail.com. Right. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That is our that is our official email address. Bond James Bonding 
at gmail.com. We tried to get that for Twitter, but it was one character too long. One. And we must have sat there for at least 15 minutes, not even thinking oh, of another one. Did. We just definitely Just mourning that we couldn't do that. <laughs> we, that. we were, were so we, bummed. We tried it three or four times on both phones. We thought... For some reason, maybe it's our phone that is doing this. Let's try a different phone. Since when do you have to count the ats? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't <sighs> care for that one bit. Yeah. Twitter, if you're listening, just give us one more character. <sighs> I'm sure that would throw all of your coding off. But listen, uh, okay. So uh, yeah, we're gonna do uh, Doctor No this week with uh, with uh, Paul F. Tompkins. Uh, very kind of him to join us, and uh, we're gonna break it down. So yeah. please, by all means, stop this episode right now. After we're done, go ahead and watch Dr. No, and then enjoy, enjoy us talking about it. Yeah, we're here for you. This is, this is for you, for the world, and for the children. Yeah, and uh, we're going to do a segment uh, where we read emails and call it For Our Eyes Only. I we, just made that we up. We could have called this For Your Ears Only. Don't talk about it. Uh, we're happy with James Bonding. I bet that's been done. I'm sure it has. Yeah. I'm sure it has. Uh, yeah, so uh, thank you guys. Uh, yeah. Matt says thank you too. Thank you. Yeah. See you in just 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 a, just a little bit. We'll just we'll just you know, turn you can just turn this off and turn on another one. And it's no problem. You just talking about it. We just talk about James Bond. on the next one. We'll say goodbye and then you whisper, please don't go, and then we'll be back in the next one. Please don't leave us. Oh, we haven't left you. There's a whole other episode. I'm in your ear. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. Ah! Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.